Well, hello, everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, we are in this daily devotional series called Knowing Jesus. Now, the whole point of the daily devotionals, as I often say, is not to necessarily increase our knowledge. Please, God, we will. But most importantly, to help us in our relationship life with God, to help us in the way we experience God and know God in our life. In other words, to help us in our prayer. When I was growing up, I was uh, very blessed to spend a lot of time with a Carmelite, discalced Carmelite priest who spent a lot of time talking about prayer and relationship, who would often say to me, Bruce, how can you fall in love with anyone? How can you get to know anyone and even be friends with anyone if you don't spend time with them? And, and that's what prayer is. Well, when we look at Jesus, when we look at Jesus and that Jesus desires to be in relationship with us, that Jesus divides, desires to be the Lord, the center of our life, that everything, everything comes and flows from God in our life. How do we develop that relationship with God? Well, in our prayer, one of the things that we can do is that we can look at many of the phrases or the images that we find in the scriptures and we can walk around those and we can allow them to color in a sense and to fill out in a sense our understanding and our encounter with God. In, we're going to read from John's gospel in chapter one. And we read the story of John the Baptist who goes around and he baptizes saying to everyone, someone's coming after me who's greater than me. I'm not even worthy to untie his sandal. I must decrease in order that he must increase. Now, John the Baptist is speaking of Jesus. And in John chapter 1, verse 29, he says this, The next day he, that's John the Baptist, saw Jesus coming toward him and declared, Here is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me comes a man who ranks ahead of me because he was before me. Again, the next day he saw Jesus coming toward him and declared, Here is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me comes a man who ranks ahead of me because he was before me. Now, there's a phrase in that, a phrase that many of us would have heard many, many times called the Lamb of God. And in our prayer life, what we do is we take a phrase like that. where John the Baptist is saying, here comes the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And, and, and if we spend time reflecting and praying and trying to understand that, yes, understanding it academically, but then also knowing it within our spirit, it's amazing how it transforms our life. The, the, the term Lamb of God is a, a phrase that we'll hear many times used uh, in the scriptures. And, and, and it refers to a number of different things. The most common one, which many of us are familiar with, is the whole idea of Jesus sacrificing his life when he died on the cross and rose again. Where did that come from? The people of old who had been disobedient to God under the law that was given to them in the Old Testament would offer sacrifices. 
yesterday, you might recall, when Jesus was taken by Mary and Joseph for the purification in the temple, what did they offer? Two turtle doves or two young pigeons. In the law, it was, it was uh, prescribed what was sacrificed at certain times according to certain activities or certain sins or certain level of repentance that was taking place. And so when someone was genuinely coming back to God or have had transgressed God, there were certain sacrifices that were made or, or in their worship, certain sacrifices that were made. One of the common sacrifices, because it was common to them, was lambs. And so the, the lamb was sacrificed uh, to appease for sin the, the lamb was sacrificed to worship God. And so here's Jesus. He's called the Lamb of God many times in the, in, in the scriptures and referred to as a lamb many times because here is Jesus. He's about to lay down his life. He's about to sacrifice his life once and for all when he dies and rises, the rising bit being the, him, Jesus being the only one who's been able to ever do that. Uh, is, is he lays down his life, he sacrifices in order that we would be set free, that, that the, the fault, the judgment against us would be appeased. There's a couple of other aspects to it as well. By using a lamb, a, the lambs that were chosen had to be without blemish. They had to be the best of the best lambs. And here we can look at it and the image is, here is Jesus without blemish. So when we pray, we can, we can pray from this whole idea of the Lamb of God who was sacrificed for us. There's a whole, you can spend many hours just reflecting on that. There's the whole idea of praying to Jesus uh, who is without blemish. And the final aspect to it is that lambs were considered to be innocent. You know, but quiet and demure by their language. And so in, in your prayer today, as you pray and you begin and as you reflect, think about Jesus who is this who is this who is sacrificed for you in order that you would have access to heaven. Think about Jesus, the one without blemish, who was pure, who did not deserve to have happened to him what occurred but did it out of love do you see all the things that you can pray about so sometimes i would just pray about being loved by god being loved by jesus uh, recognizing jesus the fact that he was un he did not deserve what took place and then this whole idea of sacrifice so being pure uh, unblemished uh, and innocent if you begin to pray like that it's amazing how much content you can find for your prayer. And then when you turn up to church, it's so much richer when you begin to pray about these parts of your life and these parts of your relationship with God and how deeply they affect your life. I pray it really does uh, bless you as you pray about the Lamb of God. Well, as we conclude today, I, I would like to ask you, and maybe some of you, this is the very first time you've heard me ever ask, is to ask you if you would financially support the ministry. The reality is that I can't do this without people helping me. That's the truth. It just wouldn't happen with all of this equipment, all of the staff, all of the people. I'm surrounded by all sorts of equipment that I don't know how to use, but my good staff do. 
and uh, and the way it's distributed to all the many countries it is around the world, I can't do any of that. And to be able to do this, it's because of the support of many of you and the support of many people to make this possible. And it grow, as it grows, so it increases. Well, we have an amazing opportunity in these last couple of weeks is that we've had someone come along and it's just a, an incredible blessing. Someone come along and said that they will match what people give. So people will, basically a matching gift. So they will double your contribution that's given to the ministry. And that is just such a blessing. And to the person who's come along on this occasion and said that they will, I am just so abundantly uh, humbled and blessed that you will. Can I ask you today, this is just such an amazing opportunity for us to be able to proclaim the gospel even further and to go further. The money goes to the ministry doesn't come to me, it goes to the ministry in order that we can share Christ more effectively. Uh, I want to say to our Faith Builder partners, they are the people who've, who've gone to our website and have set up a way of giving every month. You, we couldn't do this without you. you. You really are the bedrock of the whole ministry and I want to thank you for partnering with me. I talked to a couple in the United Kingdom the other day who said they have just set up a recurring gift uh, because they wanted to support the ministry to see the gospel go further and further. You know who you are, and to you I'm abundantly grateful. Uh, so, so I'm asking today, would you take, uh, take uh, uh, advantage of this opportunity to increase your gift so that we can proclaim the gospel more effectively in the world? Uh, why don't you go to the Give tab on the screen or go to this address and then you... Uh, Join us and help us as a team, all together, to proclaim Christ more effectively. Loving Father, I thank you today that you sent your son Jesus into the world to be the Lamb of God, who laid down his life, innocent, unblemished for us. There's so much to think about and pray about that affects us in our lives. Lord, there are so many people who don't know about your, the, the, your love, Lord, there's so many people who do not know what has been given to us. Many of our sons and daughters, our husbands and wives, our friends, Lord God, need to hear the message of Christ and allow the Holy Spirit to work in them, to change them. Lord, thank you that that's what we are doing as a ministry all together, wherever we are around the world. Lord God, it's an urgent time for people to come to you. And Lord God, we just pray that you would uh, work powerfully in the lives of those we love and in our own lives. Lord, I, I pray that you would bless every person that stands with me and helps and gives in these days. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus, through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for being with me. God bless you. Look forward to seeing you next time. And wherever you are, don't forget, God is never far from you.